What's poppin' internet? Welcome to another episode of the Synced Up Podcast, a show where we talk to you about news, games, and sandwich a little fun in between. I'm one of your host, Timothy DeRoe, and joining me this week is your boy, Michael Clare. How you doing on this fine Sunday? Early recording this week, you know? Um, it sounded like you pronounced it Michael with a G. Michael? Michael? Michael. I got a little sinus action. You got sinuses, bro? So did I. A little I. sinuses action. I've had the sniffles, the... the Michael Clare. I, I think it's just the Miguel. mid-October sickness. Yeah. A classic it's a classic today we're going to talk about delays new games and pc ports but before we get into that if you enjoy our show you should consider supporting us on patreon at patreon.com slash synced up where for one dollar you can get access to our lovely discord where the boys is playing some weird soccer management game they're playing that stuff that stuff's fun over five dollars oh. you can get access to the discord and both the post shows that we do and many more goodies all from youtube.com slash synced up podcast and podcasting services around the globe new episodes of this show specifically go up in all of those feeds mondays 7 a.m central, central time, time zone, zone gang you can also write into the show to synced up pod at gmail.com or the reader mail submissions tab at the discord with any questions comments or concerns and we may read those on the show you should also consider dropping a follow on twitter at synced up pod to keep up to date with all of our content from across the board Dun, 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 what? Um, while I was gone uh, last week, I believe for the movie pod, did did Adri say yeah, yeah. Central Time Zone game? Yeah. I had to like okay. go slow. I was like, 7 a.m. Okay, good. I was like, I, I was about to say, fake fan if she didn't. You know? Yeah. Um, so let's just get, let's just jump right in. Right, what, what are we jumping into? So the GTA Remaster Trilogy launch, no, launches November 11th, uh, followed by a physical release coming December 7th. This is from Cameron Faulkner at The Verge. Rockstar Games finally showed off a trailer for the remastered Grand Theft Auto Trilogy, including GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas, showcasing many graphical quality of life improvements made to each game. The Grand Theft Auto the Trilogy, the Definitive Edition collection, will launch digitally on November 11th for $59.99, and you'll be able to play them on Nintendo Rockstar Games Launcher. Uh, whoa, play them mm -hmm. on it. See, I skipped a line. Yeah. You ever do that when you're reading like a book back in the day and mm -hmm. then you're like, what? That doesn't make any sense. And sometimes it does make sense. Yeah, because you'll be able to play them on the Nintendo on the Rockstar Nintendo Games Rockstar Game Launchers. Like, it makes sense. You'll be able to play them on the Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox One, the newer Series X and S consoles, and PC via the Rockstar Games Launcher. It'll get a physical release on December 7th, followed by Rockstar Game. <laughs> That line. I'm stuck on that line. <laughs> Followed by versions for iOS and Android in the first half of 2022. Rockstar Games launched a site where you can look through more details. Xbox Game Pass subscribers will get instant access to Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, the Definitive Edition, on launch day. Grand Theft Auto 3, the Definitive Edition, will come to PlayStation Now on December 7th. Each of these games was remastered by Grove Street Games, which appears to have done extensive work to make them far prettier and more playable than their PS2 counterparts. Rockstar says it used Unreal Engine and completely rebuilt lighting, the lighting system, and the graphical improvements seem to touch part, uh, particularly every part of the games. Practically. Particularly? Particularly. Practically. Every part of the games. The list provided on in Rockstar's uh, press release includes improved shadows, weather and reflections, and upgraded character and vehicle models. There are increased draw distances, smoother surfaces, and higher resolution textures across buildings, weapons, roads, interiors, and more. Rockstar Games confirmed that each game has Grand Theft Auto V-inspired controls. That alone should do a lot of heavy lifting and making these games feel more modern. Targeting and lock-on aiming has been overhauled in each game. In terms of their interfaces, each game offers updated weapons and radio station wheels, along with mini-maps that let players set waypoints and destinations. There are some platform-specific additions, too. On Nintendo Switch, Rockstar added gyroscopic aiming, and you can utilize its touchscreen to zoom or pan with the camera and make selections with menus. The PC version, a 45GB download, supports NVIDIA's DLSS tech that can help games run a little better on a wider array of graphics cards without a notice noticeable drop in visual quality. 
Have you seen Have you seen the trailers or the screenshots or anything? I've seen some screenshots. It looks really good, actually. Yeah, it does look good. Because remember going into this, like when they first announced this, I was talking about how like, oh, if it's just gonna look like the PS2 counterparts, I don't think I'm very interested in playing because mm-hmm. I kind of want updated graphics. Honestly, I think I'm interested in playing because when you look at oh. it, it's like stylistic. I'll play. I'll play San Andreas me, simply because it's gonna be on Game Pass it, and I haven't played it before. The, what I compared it to was like Psychonauts 2. It's like mm-hmm. an art style. It like it doesn't. It looks like a PS2 game, but in a good way, in the sense, and not like. A bad yeah. way because it, it looks like a modern game stylized with a PS2 style. Like art you couldn't style. just release this game as a new IP and people be okay with it. Yeah, because that was the same thing we said with Psychonauts. Where like a new, if you're trying to make a new game and you want it to look like Psychonauts, you probably can't do that. Yeah, um, just simply because of how the the industry is right but now. But it it actually looks really good. Like the lighting and everything. I was like, damn, mm-hmm. this looks like really clean, just with like artistic, like art styles. With so all the characters so can you buy? them individually uh no it's so weird because you get individually san andreas with game pass and you get three with ps now it's just so weird that they clearly have to, the ability to split them up to me it makes sense because it's like you you that's i think that just encourages people to buy so you say like you know playstation now users get three but if they want the other two they have to buy the collection and then you know, Game Pass people get San Andreas, and if they want all three, they I guess get, it's fair. They get the collection. I think it's cool that they split it up like this. That they put one e- different one on each different console, and they said, "Hey, yeah, you get this one, and you get this one." But they they took both of the services. Like PS Now, of course, is not as great as Xbox Game Pass, yeah. but it's still really good. And so they they took, you know, that service gets this game, and this service gets that game. And if y'all want Vice City and the other that the other game company has, then you have to buy the the trilogy. I think it's like a great money marketing thing. Uh well, I I think it's. I don't know. I, I think it's heavily favored on Xbox's could... side, though, because San Andreas, I think, is way better than 3. Well, and they get it earlier, mm-hmm. which I guess PlayStation it's a little weird. fumbled a bag there. I yeah. don't know. It's kind of weird. Um, the Switch stuff, mm-hmm. the gyroscopic gaming and all I that. I hate gyroscopic gaming, bro. I'm never going to use I would never. Yeah. The touchscreen, maybe. Just zooming in mm-hmm. and like clicking stuff. But gyroscopic gaming, hell no, nah, bro. I, oh, I couldn't get into Splatoon 1. I think the reason they're not splitting it up is like with what uh, Nintendo did with 3D All-Stars. Or like, even if you just want to play Galaxy, you're paying sixty to play yeah. Galaxy. Yeah, that's true. Because um, you, well, crap, we got sixty um, minus sixty four now. Yeah, so like, there's no point to like, I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's oh. just getting you to pay m- for more things that you're probably not going to use. Yeah, good stuff though. I'll play San Andreas Faux Show. Oh, I will. This yeah. next game I'll play the shit out of though. I will. Stardew absolutely. Valley Creators' next game is Haunted Chocolatier. Stab monsters and make chocolate in this action RPG. Is from Steve Dent at Engadget. Stardew Valley creator Eric Barone, a.k.a. Concerned Ape, has made a surprising unveiling of his next game, Haunted Chocolatier. It has the same pixelated SNES look as Stardew with characters, set pieces, and themes that are similarly cute and quirky. Quote, in this game, you will play as a chocolate living in a haunted castle. Chocolatier. Chocolatier, sorry, as a chocolate, living in a haunted castle. In order to thrive in your new role, you will have to gather rare ingredients, make delicious chocolates, and sell them in a chocolate shop, according to Barone's blog on the new website. The video shows characters heading out into a town, the castle, a mountain, and other scenarios to seek ingredients and fend off creatures it's there's the burp it's barone's first game since stardew valley launched in 2016 but so far it's not a lot more than a demo barone has yet to finalize the gameplay systems and has said he doesn't even want to be tied down to any particular concept of what the game is ahead of launch haunted chocolatier does sound and look a lot like stardew at first take however in the faq barone said there will be some substantial differences particularly when it comes to gameplay 
Black Stardew Valley Haunted Chocolatier is another town game where you move to new, a new town and try your hand at a new way of living. You'll get to know the townspeople, achieve your goals, and make progress in many ways. All of that is similar to Stardew Valley. However, the core gameplay and theming are quite a bit different. Haunted Chocolatier is more of an action RPG compared to Stardew Valley, and instead of a farm being the focal point of your endeavors, it's a chocolate shop. Barone wouldn't reveal other details like whether a new title is set in the, game, the same game world as Stardew, nor a release date, or even a general time frame. He did say that it would be a single-player only with no plans for multiplayer the game will 100% come to pc though he has very every intention to bringing it to the other major platforms as well so seems like this thing's in quite early in development mm -hmm. very very early so we probably won't see it for two years ish um looks really nice i'm, I'm super into it i mean willy wonka stardew valley it's not something yeah. i thought i would i wanted um and then as soon as seeing it i was like yeah i want this little wary though about the action rpg thing because mm -hmm. that means you know of course make it more combat focused and stuff like that um that's like in my opinion, the worst part of Stardew Valley is like fighting monsters and stuff. Yeah, it's fine, but it's not the focal point of that game. So if mm -hmm. you're if you're making that the focal point of this game, that makes me a little bit worried. But I mean, this guy really Stardew Valley, so I think he can pull it off for sure. And of course, he said, "I don't want to be tied down to a specific thing for this game." So this it could is just be me. completely different. Yeah, this is just me telling you, it's gonna be a haunted chocolatier Dude, game, and we'll I'm change about stuff it, up. bro. I like chocolate. Me too. I like concerned ape. Me too. I like. Stardew Valley. What's what's not to love here? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm 100 down. I'm yeah, I'm I'm so in for this. So and, get excited for that whenever it comes. Hopefully, I, it comes to consoles closer than the like close to the PC release. I hope. Mm -hmm. new, more new games though mm -hmm. new Splinter Cell game in production and it's not a spinoff the main series has been dormant since 2013 but a new game could be announced next year this is by Eddie McCook at GameSpot Ubisoft is working on a Splinter Cell game according to a report from Tom Henderson at VGC the game is said to be in early phases of production and that there is a small chance it will be announced in 2022 the report had no insight on which studios are working on the new Splinter Cell game however sources said the game may be developed by a studio outside of Montreal according to the report Ubisoft is greenlighting a game in Greenlighting the game in part as a means of winning back fans who didn't embrace Splinter Cell's mobile and VR spinoffs. Like, no shit, bro. That's like 99% like, of them. Yeah. If it's real, this would be the first new Splinter Cell game since 2013 Splinter Cell Blacklist, which was developed by Ubisoft Toronto and released on PS3, Xbox 360, Wii U, and PC. The report shed no light on what type of game the new Splinter Cell might be, though it was described as being a mainline entry as opposed to some type of spinoff. Ubisoft declined to comment on when approached by Video Games Chronicle. So... You know, Ubisoft in a whirlwind of bad press. Not as much as, like, Activision and stuff, but mm -hmm. Ubisoft's still pretty bad. Um, so this makes sense that they would try to do something like this. <clears throat> doesn't make sense that they're, that they're shocked that the VR and mobile spinoffs were, like, ass cheeks. I mean, yeah, it's not the market I think, for that, yeah. I would say. I think Hitman 3 did it for them. I think Hitman 3 coming out and being successful and great and everybody loving it made them be like, oh, you can make this type of game. Yeah, they thought successful. that format was dead. Yeah, because no, Hitman 3 came out good. and it was great. It's just going to be a good game. Yeah, right? I agree. I agree. So and Not cookie cutter. I mean, maybe. Honestly, yeah, you could just cookie cutter hit me in three with this thing, and I think it'd be super successful. Yeah. I don't know. I, would, I don't know if I'd try it. I don't think I would either. Splinter Cell is kind of mm -hmm. a bygone era for me, and I only played the demo discs version of Splinter Cells, mm -hmm. so I haven't really ever got into them. A couple more small news stories for you here. Elden Ring got delayed by one month into February. I expected an I Elden Ring. I put money on it, dude. Yeah. I expected an Elden Ring delay, but only one month makes me think it's going to hit February for sure. Yeah, because one month is such a small amount of time that it's like, oh, you just literally need to polish. Yeah, games. you just need to do some things. You're not like still building your game. Because it's about to be November, so the game was going to come out in two months, two and a half months. Yeah. And then to say we're going to delay it to three and a half months makes me think it's going to hit February for sure. Yeah. So I'm not really worried about them getting delayed uh, again. Super exciting, though, that 
that it's coming out what as was, soon as uh, how, how was reception? Are people pissed? Um, I don't think so, actually. We didn't have the problem where I like, think because I took off a whole week for I this think because it's a month, people are generally like, okay. Okay. Because I remember that was the whole thing with Cyberpunk. Yeah, of course like, it was. My, my, my job, I had to yeah. week off. Worried of, uh, Starfield announced some stuff, too, about some like their factions and stuff. I'm worried Starfield's going to get hit with a Cyberpunk effect. I don't the, know. The I'm hype's going to hit 2 max, and it's not going to be anywhere near. To be fair, Bethesda fans love to hype up Bethesda. That's true. That's true. And That's true. Um, I think I'm going to enjoy it. Me too. Because I have no expectations for that game. And you don't got to pay for it. Yeah. So, so, like, it's for me, it. it's going to be like, ah, okay. That yeah, good. of course. Um, and then one more small news story. God of War coming to PC January 14th, 2022. This is the latest in the string of PlayStation games coming to PC. Starting to bridge that gap that PlayStation exclusives, exclusives are no longer being PlayStation exclusives and are coming to PC, making the PC platform pretty popping. You can play more PlayStation games on the PC than on the Vita. That's crazy. They're going to mod the shit out of this game, though, and that's going to be funny to look at. Clips. Oh, yeah. It was it was so cool. Anytime a game comes in PC that's like yeah. super duper popular, it's cool to see what the mod community decides to do with it. Yeah. Um, good get for PC though, I yeah. guess. Um, I'm I agree. Not gonna play it though. Now it's time for the section of the podcast. The following, following news, news yeah. right after this usually fat about ass section of the podcast. And the, dude, it's a whole page today. Yeah, dude. whole page. This for reference week in gaming. If you're uh, if this you're week in gaming. if you're a listener, not a watcher, it's the whole um, page. You picture a, a classic nine by eleven and a quarter page of paper, <laughs> and then trim off about two inches, and and then fill all that up with the uh, games that came games out. Games that came out. This so week. this week in gaming, October twenty fifth, Majora's Mask in two thousand classic. Snooze. What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a joke. Boy. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Boy. Resident Evil four in two thousand five classic. Classic. Civ four in two thousand five. Never played that one. You sure? Yeah. I didn't get into seven to five. Really? Yeah. So I never played Civ four. Wow. Classic Except 4 was good. Yeah, 2005. 2005, mate. Battlefield 3 in 2011. Classic. Arkham Origins in 2013. Mm. This is a banging bangin day. And then Outer Worlds in 2019. Mm-hmm. This is a fire day right here. Oh, um, October 26th, the PlayStation 2 in 2000. Mm-hmm. That makes it a fire That's day. A good system. San Andreas in 2004. Yes, sir. Guitar Hero World Tour in 2008. Mm-hmm. Fable 3 in 2010. Sequel coming soon. Rock Band 3 in 2010. And Red Dead Redemption 2 in 2018. Another banging day. I'm going to call this a banging week already. I don't even need to see. Yeah, you don't need to go any further. October twenty seventh, Little Big Planet, the original in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm, good. League of Legends in two thousand and nine. Wow. Still topping them charts. Ratchet and Clank, a crack in time in two thousand nine as well. Mm-hmm, sure. Halo Five Guardians in twenty fifteen. It's been six years since the last Halo game. That kind of blows my mind. It's gonna be nice when it comes out in December. Oh yeah. Assassin's Creed. Now the bank. This classic day. I remember this day in twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Origins, Mario Odyssey, and Wolfenstein Two all dropped on October twenty seventh in twenty seventeen. That was a banging day. I played all three of these games, and all three quite good. There is something for literally everybody on October twenty seventh. Yeah. What's what? Does anything happen on October twenty seventh this year? <sighs> no, I don't think so. I think Damn. it falls on a weird day. Damn, it's a Thursday or something. Yeah. Yeah. October twenty eighth, Guitar Hero three. Mm-hmm. Come on, make this week even better. Two thousand seven, baby. Fallout three in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Lords of the Fallen, the Dark Souls like um type game. I really liked it in twenty fourteen, and then Titanfall two in twenty sixteen. Which, you know, flopped, but has one of the best first-person shooter campaigns on the planet. Mm-hmm. So play that shit if you can. It's on Game Pass. Do it, baby. October 29th, Fallout 2 in 1998. So Fallout 2 in 1998, and then Fallout 3 was... Ten years later. Ten years later. That's just that's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, Vice City in 2002. Black Flag in 2013. Mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed. Battlefield 4 in 2013. Love that game. And then Watch Dogs Legions uh, last, le- last love year. love that game, too. I, li- I liked it. I didn't mind it. No, you didn't. Oh, yeah, you're right. 
We did you the did impre- not like that. You game. did the we did the impressions video. Yeah, I will. Uh, there is video footage of you talking trash on that game. What for was 25 uh, maybe it was Watch Dogs Two that I didn't mind. It had to be. It had to be. I thought Watch Dogs Two. Legion. I thought Watch Dogs Legion Two was, was fine. Dull. I played all the way through two. I, I like. I thought it was fine. Legion's yeah was terrible. October thirtieth, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three in two thousand one. The original Witcher game in two thousand and seven, and Assassin's Creed Three in twenty twelve. Nice. Assassin's Creed loves this uh, time period right here. Mm-hmm. Um, October 31st, Twisted Metal 2 in 1996, Crash Bandicoot Warped in 1998, Resident Evil 2 in 1999, and Luigi's Mansion 3 two years Luigi ago in 2019. Mansion. What a day, dude. Yeah. That, That's this, a good day. This is a good-ass week. Good good week. Maybe week of the year. I don't know. I, we uh, should keep track of week of the year. Yeah. Um, and I think it's that one. I think this one's pretty yeah, pretty high up there. It's hard to beat. So though. now it's time for the What You've Been Playing section. And sorry, guys, but it's lax, bro. I'm just playing mobile games. Clash of Clans, freaking Clash of Clans, run, Cl- Cookie Run Kingdom, still mm-hmm. playing it, um, enjoying that. But in terms of like console games, my dad borrowed my Switch, so my I dad would be, has my Switch. My dad has my Switch, so I would have played Sora and I would have played a bunch of Animal Crossing. But my dad's borrowing my Switch to play Metroid, so when he gives me that back, I'll finish Metroid and then I'll jump into Animal Crossing. That's gonna be great. How far into Metroid is he? Uh, I have no idea. Like he's been telling me like which bosses he's beat. So like two days ago, he was like. Three quarters of the way through, so he should oh. he should be done today or I need him to tomorrow. finish. Bro. Yeah, dude. I want to play Sora. I also want to play Dread. Yeah, you played anything? Me, 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 me. No. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been just watching Pokemon. movies, Pokemon card packs. Yeah, I got this Pikachu. Yeah, it's cool it's for, visual. for audio for you, chunky video viewers. Look at him, bro. That Pikachu. He is, I think, pure perfection. That Pikachu. He's cute. Anyway, now it's time for reader mail. You can write your questions into syncedupod at gmail.com or the reader mail submissions tab of the Discord with any questions, comments, or concerns, and we may read those on the show. So Spencer writes in, mm-hmm. what's the best console invention that has changed the console world? The black, the backlight on the uh, SP to me seems like one of the greatest innovations in console history. Man, I don't think there's a long list of things that you can Wireless controller. Is this the wireless controller? The Wiimote? Mm-hmm. Why did you go straight to the Wiimote? I don't know. That just like... I know, like, other things, the GameCube had a wireless controller and other things had wireless controllers, but, you know, the, just the Wiimote, man. It's a, you know, just feels like a classic controller. Just the Wii in general. The Wii. And the nunchucks. I I think, uh, what, what's what's a good one here? Mm, the 3DS 3D function. Yeah. The nunchuck. I'm kidding, it's garbage. Yeah, it's... Turned it's, it off on. I would always, I'd boot up a game, turn put it on, it on, and then 10 minutes later, turn it turn off. Turn it off, yep. Um, Let's see. Um... That changed the console world. I don't think there's, dude. I don't think there's a lot that's done this, bro. What was VR? The, I guess PSVR made it a lot more accessible to the general public. What was the first like good controller to hold? Xbox 360. Don't think the the, the original Xbox was getting there. Oh, uh, nah. The Duke was way too big. Because the 64 was gross. I think the GameCube controller is a good controller. Nah, you're insane. Um, the Xbox controller is the best controller. Oh, no, no. Like I'm fl- not saying it's better. Yeah. I'm saying, like, it got there pretty quick. Yeah. But what the the Xbox came out before GameCube? Yeah, actually, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think that's GameCube fair, was like fair. a couple years after. Probably Xbox then. I don't know. I don't know. The original I, Xbox controller is fat. The, the original PlayStation controller is not bad. It doesn't. The original PlayStation controller doesn't have analog sticks. Yeah, the PlayStation 1 dropped with no analog sticks. It wasn't until like halfway through its life cycle that they came out with the controller that had analog sticks. Okay, I was, was just saying, I definitely have PlayStation 1 controllers with analog sticks. Yeah, they, they exist, but they didn't okay. come out until way later. But originally, no no analog sticks, just okay. D-pads. So that was So maybe, maybe Xbox. Yeah, so the DualShock was like, okay. But the original Xbox was good. They the 360 is where it was like, okay. And then now the Xbox Series S and X has like, this is it. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need this. I think the, the, um, the, the Pro Controller, the new Pro Controllers are really, really good. 
But I still think the Series X controller is like that's the best. The, the haptic feedback on the PS5 controllers is amazing. Yeah, I think that's a wonderful feature. Yeah, feature filter. But I think the controller itself is just okay. Mm-hmm. Just good, good, I think good, good. Else crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Pablo writes in. I'm not the biggest fan of scary video games. Too spooky for me. Agreed. But one of the funniest experiences I've ever had with friends was a small group of us getting together and watching slash commenting on a buddy's playthrough of the of the Amnesia, The Dark Descent. Basically, a live and personal Let's Play. Do you guys have any memorable slash fun memories around a horror video game? Bonus points if you had a communal horror horror experience. Um. So yeah, actually, uh, Austin when he got he got the PSVR. My friend Austin got the PSVR oh. before anyone. Um, and he, he watched me play through a bunch of horror games like Resident Evil 7 and a bunch of like indie horror games mm-hmm. and so he would like watch me and he'd like fuck with me because you're in the VR so it'd be easy to like mess with somebody and then like my brother of course making my brother would be like hey play this VR game it's a cool experience and it was actually like a horror thing and mm-hmm. he'd freaking out so we done some cool stuff like that with horror and VR but horror games themselves no those are t- typically solo experiences for me um, I, I I like yeah Kylie busted her ass while we were trying to scare her in one of the VR games yeah that was funny Horror games typically not for me. Usually, there was I know Outlast was good. I know I came over to your house one time and y'all were like, "Play this PSVR game." Yeah, and I put on the headset and I didn't get past like the tie the the, the start. Yeah, I think it was like don't knock twice or something. Yeah, y'all were like, "Go look at the window." Yeah. I'm like, I'm not looking at the window. Yeah, like, you jumped out of the window. there so fast, so fast. That was funny. Anyway, no, I hate that shit. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. I Building right. What? I think we should do that though. Yeah, that would be nice. We should get stream spooky. some. Yeah. What's up, guys? From Fielding. I have a hypothetical situation to throw your way. Mm-hmm. You are now a pro gamer with all the cool gaming sponsors. This replaces your current job and pays five times what you're currently making. That's, that's nice. That's quite nice. You can stream or enter online tourneys. The catch is that you have to play the game every day for at least seven to eight hours with somewhat of a social presence. Do you take the offer? What games are you known for? Um, yeah, yeah, I take, I take the, the offer. offer. I, I go for seven to eight. I deliver mail for seven to eight, seven to eight hours every day. So like to just but what game? What game are you going pro in? Just make it like COD or something. Because like there's like a new game like every year. You get a new game like every year. And you just, I don't know. Nah, because the new. There's there's not really a good competitive scene for that. But you're getting paid five times. Um, Yeah. Probably Arena, bro. So who's. I I could could afford to actually play Arena. Yeah. If I was making five times. Yeah. Whatever, and I guess know. you get a new set every few months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it does, That's it a good sell. one. And you can play different formats. I think I take the offer no matter what the fuck the game is. Yeah, you can, you <laughs> can say it's anything. You could say you're you're the number one Nickelodeon. You're telling me I'm making. My, I'm getting your your timesing five my current pay. I would take almost any job for that. Yeah, who just are you signing in, in real life. What game could I pick that would like make you not take this? Let me think. There's not a single game. If you it's sure? playing a game, yeah. If it's playing a game, I'm gonna play it for five times the amount I'm making now. Eight oh, hours a day, though. Yes, I already deliver eight mail eight hours a day. Yeah, but you get to do other stuff. I guess you can do other stuff. Like yeah, after my eight hours, I could do other shit. I know. Let me. It becomes let me, my job. Right. What's Tim's most hated game, dude? There's a lot of them. I don't know. You're the. You're an NSO speedrunner. Uh, uh, NSR. NSR? Oh, No Straight Roads? Yeah. If I got but, played, but two player. But two player No Straight Roads? I, I would play two player No Straight Roads for eight hours a day, eight hours a day for that much money. I'm going to play with you, though. I don't know. Someone else could have suffered Dota. with you. In that situation. Dota. What about Dota? I would, dude, I would play any game for five right. times the amount I'm making. Okay, but like, that's so much cash. Who do you sign to? Who are you signed to? What, uh, what game know. you want? Panda Global. Moist. Those are both interesting answers there. Yeah. Not where I thought that was going at all. Bah, bah. I'd also do Smash, but I I don't want to do Smash. 
Because I feel like the fighting community is like actively always going through something. Yeah, and they always hate you, and then all of a sudden you're getting Your canceled. Your scene's dying constantly. Everyone's Nintendo's telling you to stop having tournaments. Unfortunately, somebody was messing around with a child. Dota, I think, has the most prize money. Yeah, it does. It does. They have the big stuff. Anyway, that's it for the show. Shorter one this week. 30 minutes. Damn. Wasn't a lot of news, man. No. And we got stuff to do. We can stare. To do. I you got to finish I, playing it. We're clean. I could. Got to fold my clothes, do some more. I, I want to fold clothes for you. I could just bring Pikachu up to the camera for 15 minutes. For the post Slowly. I need to get one of those spinning things for the yeah. table. Yeah. That way he's always just constantly rotating. rotating. Yeah, that'd be nice. Anyway, that's it for this episode of the Synced Up Podcast. Thank you for watching or listening. If you listen to the audio version, you should consider going over to youtube.com slash synced up podcast and giving us a subscribe over there. If you listen to either version, you consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash synced up, where for $5, you get access to the post show that we're about to do. If not, we'll see you guys tomorrow for the movie podcast if you watch it or you next week. You should definitely listen to the movie podcast. Everybody week. else, we'll see you in a few minutes. It's going to be a good week. It is going to be a good week. Peace. Bye. That's Twitter.